Hello. Hi, how's it going? Hey, it's going, it's going. It is a hot, sunny day here in Los Angeles, California. I don't know what it is here. Uh, <laughs> I am because I have not gone outside today. Oh my gosh. So, you know, I was at work, so mostly in the hospital all day. But even when I left this morning, I didn't need my sweater for the first time in months since i mean like it's usually pretty chilly in the morning um even if it warms up you know by mid-morning um but it was already like kind of warm out so i just carried my sweater to work like you know not sure how the weather was going to change over the course of the day and it did but it only just got hotter um (laughs) so i didn't need my sweater coming or going um and um yeah so it's like i don't know it's like 80 83 or something crazy like really warm like a really nice day okay so that's unusual um how are you what's going on with you um yeah like i have not gone outside but i've been up since like seven ish getting my day started because i woke up late the other day and you know i have like a morning huddle this week it's at 8.30 because I have something, a conflict at 9.30. So it's at mm. 8.30. And mm-hmm. I woke up at 6 and then I was like, no. Went back to sleep, girl. And then I wake up till like 8.45, not. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like, it's only like, you know, 15 minutes, 30 minutes at the most. Uh-huh. And so, like, get texts from my coach and the C and the C was like, hey, I just logged in and it's over. And I was like, girl, I missed it completely. Then my coach is like, hey, what happened? And I'm like, girl, I overslept. Like, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, nothing's wrong. Sorry. Totally missed it. Totally missed like, it. You know, I have, like, had my own little thing that I was doing where I was, like, trying not to miss any. And mm-hmm. I literally have not missed one in a month except for. Monday. Monday. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. Because okay. mm-hmm. they canceled it today. So I was like, oh my god, what? Hmm. The streak is over! You broke the streak. Dang it. That was some good sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that good sleep. That'll get you every time. Yeah, So, but I did get up and like I exercised after that and started my... Nice. I saw that you had started the C25K. Yes, I um, am. I have put my clothes on, so we'll see. If the house is not like locked <laughs> up by the time we finish, I will do my run. If not, I'm going to do it in the morning. So, okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, today got away from me a little bit. Although I woke up this morning, I was going to exercise, but I was like, oh, no one's up yet. So the alarm is off. And I can never remember the alarm code. They tell me all the time. 
I wrote it down somewhere and now I can't I can't find it. So I I can't just, I don't know, I have like a block. So no one was like, <laughs> okay, well I'm not gonna open the door because the alarm will go up and wake everybody up. It's like seven o'clock or something. So what do I do? I start making coffee cake. So uh, I saw your picture. It looked really good. Yes. I was like I've well, been actually meaning to make that. And I have a couple of things on my list of, like, things to bake. Although, of course, like, I was like, is this, like, going to be a heat wave all all of a sudden? Because, like, it's so warm that I really, like, today at least, that I'm like, you know, I don't want to turn the oven on. Like, it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, so I was like, Mm. hold on a second. Are you about to ruin my baking flow weather by? (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Because, like, the cold and the rain was perfect, you know? I was just like, you know, I was you know like turning the oven on for like a, a couple of different things that I was making but now I'm sort of like hold on what are we doing <laughs> what is this yeah so it was pretty cool well yeah I'm I'm happy good nice yeah and actually it's funny the same uh, screenshot uh, is the same one of the LAUSD uh, coffee cake that I had t- um, grabbed off of the LA mag uh, yeah, Apple. like Facebook or something. Like I was like, okay, let me like just save this, you know, the photo of the old recipe that says like salad oil when it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> it's so funny because I was telling them I was like, I was like, you know, like this coffee cake. I was like, it's famous. I was like, every child in L- who went to school in LAUSD, mm-hmm. like since the fifties or like at least I know the fifties is probably was before that has had this coffee cake, like. Yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And they'd so, always be hot. Like, they'd always, mm-hmm. you know, always be, you'd get it. However, you know, and it was like, I don't know what it was, like 50 cents or something. It was like nothing. Nothing. And it was just so delicious. And the funny thing is, it's um, it's almost gone now. Because we've mm-hmm. been it all day. Um, and, yeah, it's like the little crumble on top. I was like, it's so simple. Like, it's oh. the simplest recipe. And I was, yeah, I'm, totally. I'm so glad I didn't know this all the time. But yeah, I've seen it floating around for a while and I just never mm-hmm. did it. And I was like, okay. I was like, if we've been making pita bread and, yeah. and girl, the other day we made pretzel bites. Mm, yeah. So um, I was like, we can make the coffee cake, which is simple. Oh, yeah. No, I, I took one look at that recipe and I was like, oh, I could totally do this. This is totally easy. Plus, you know, baking is my thing. But I was like, oh, yeah, this would be great. Baking is not my thing anymore. I used to bake a lot and now I'm just like, no. But now I'm, I've attacked the yeast thing. We've made two yeast recipes. Oh, good. What did you make? Again, the pita bread and the pretzels. Oh, I didn't know pita was, took yeast. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, so I didn't think so either. And I was like, dang it. So I think um, I want to do donuts next week. So we'll see. Those. Yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. That's Very cool. Cooking school over here. Yeah, you guys are. Yeah, you guys are doing it. <laughs> doing big things, big things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool deal. Yep. So what's up? What's the haps? 
Oh, lots of things in the news. So the news is finally sort of like expanding. Yeah, we got uh, some ele- big election news finally. Lots of big election news. So, um, including up to just now, just to today, there. I, you know, I had. Um, so I'm going with. Uh, I had several stories, but this one kind of condenses some of it. Um, from today, um, Dateline Wednesday, April fifteenth. Off the CNBC website, Elizabeth Warren endorses Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. So we've got um, Senator Elizabeth Warren endorsing him just this morning, Wednesday morning. And then just yesterday, uh, former President Barack Obama mm-hmm. endorsed his former vice president. And then um, earlier yesterday, <laughs> Bernie Sanders had backed Biden as well. Um, and that was just coming a few days after Sanders finally, mm-hmm. girl, finally in all caps, bold faced italics, finally uh, withdrew himself from the race. Um, so the Massachusetts Democrat, a one time presidential primary rival of the former vice president, made the announcement online in a video uh, where Warren highlighted Biden's work during the recovery from the 2008 financial crisis and his efforts to soothe her state's largest city after the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing, casting him as a crisis manager as the coronavirus pandemic ravages the country. And she's quoted as saying, he knows that a government run with integrity, competence, and heart will save lives and save livelihoods. And we can't afford to let Donald Trump continue to endanger the lives and livelihoods of every American. And that's why I'm proud to endorse Joe Biden as president of the United States. So um, there you have it. That's like, I mean, that's the Democratic, uh, (laughs) like the whole everything like is wrapped up in terms of the campaign trail. Like that's over. Um, So now we just have... um, the election to look forward to. Yep. Um, so yeah, really interesting that it was like all this week. Like, I'm actually like curious about just the timing of it. Like Sanders, it made sense. I mean, but it almost feels like um, Obama and Warren were waiting for Sanders to, you know, do whatever he was going to do. Um, the way, in order the way to... that they did it, it was kind of like they're pressuring him, but trying not to pressure him. So, like, if they, I think, have gone on before, it would have like angered, I think, the Bernie people. Yeah. Right, and everyone's trying to keep the Bernie people happy so right. that they'll come out and vote, mm-hmm. like because last time they didn't. Right, and that's how presumably yes, yeah. Hillary lost. Mm-hmm. Um, big so, part of it. Big part of it. A big part of it. I mean, you know. Um, but what's interesting too is it does seem that, like, you know, Sanders was really priding himself on, you know, the youth and, like, you know, bringing, like, getting the youth to the polls and sort of that very, like, the more, like, um, far left-leaning, progressive, like, um, you know, hipster and below, you know. Uh, millennial and below gen y but like a lot of them did not like it did that's not what happened like it they if the um some of the statistics that they're saying that they just didn't come to the polls for the primaries at all right 
which is, you know, I was like, well, so much for that. Like, you know, like if that's who you're counting on, that's pretty rough. Um, and I just wonder how that's going to affect the general election, you know? Because yeah. um, it's, you know, kind of this idea that I think everyone, at least everyone in that, um, in those camps were not just counting on and hopeful for that vote. Um, you know, it's kind of like, oh, all the people that are turning 18 this year, it's going to be a like avalanche of, you know, but that's like, doesn't seem that's like anyone cared enough during the primary. So I just wonder how that's going to affect the actual presidential election. Yeah. Ugh. So we'll shall see. Um, Indeed. Yeah. So uh, the just the one quote from Obama, he says, choosing Joe to be my vice president was one of the best decisions I ever made. And he became a close friend. And I believe Joe has all the qualities we need in a president right now. Um, so, so yeah, so he's well on his way to, uh, to the general election. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, then let's see. The other thing that I pulled up also off of the CNBC website is um, from yesterday's headline, California Governor Gavin Newsom unveils guide to lifting state's coronavirus restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously this has been you know, a lot of what everyone's talking about. It's like, okay, we're sort of somewhere in the middle of this. Some places may or may not be peaking in terms of that curve of, you know, um, cases and um, where are we in that? And from from that point forward, where are we going to go? So um, it says here, Gavin Newsom announced Tuesday a guide to how California will reopen society and the economy across the state as officials weigh lifting restrictive orders meant to curb the spread of the coronavirus. Um, as there's just some background, like stuff we already know, like when he, um, how were the first state to like do the statewide uh, shelter in place. Um, and then he says, um, while Californians have stepped up in a big way, this is a quote from Newsom, to flatten the curve and buy us time to prepare to fight the virus, at some point in the future, we will need to modify our stay-at-home order. As we contemplate reopening parts of our state, we must be guided by science and data, and we must understand that things will look different than before. Mm-hmm. So local officials say um, they found they will have a profound and outsized influence on any decision to lift public health orders. Um, he went on to say that there's six indicators that are going to guide a, the state's decision. And those six are the ability to monitor and protect communities through testing, contact tracing, isolating, and supporting those who are positive or exposed. Which for that to be one bullet point is actually like a whole lot. Like, All right. You know, like, <laughs> that's like, like, that's there, all those things are so there's a lot of like difficult things that require a level of like infrastructure that I don't know that we have, um, especially like the contact tracing, like that's, you know, to, to go back and be able to trace for every positive case, like who they've come in contact with, who needs to isolate as a result of that, you know, um, who's been exposed. Like that's, that's not, that's no small feat. And I'm not, and there wasn't a lot more detail given about that. So I get what that means and how that's why that's important, but the how of it wasn't really like detailed. Um, 
Then the uh, next, so the second bullet point was, um, second key indicator was the ability to prevent infection in people who are at risk for more severe COVID-19. Then the ability of the hospital and health systems to handle surges, the ability to develop therapeutics to meet the demand, the ability for businesses, schools, and childcare facilities to support physical distancing, which again, how? I How? Like, <laughs> like I, it's, it's like, these are all like, I get it, but how, like at a school, like just one of those things that are listed, how do you support at a, like in an already <laughs> overcrowded school, like your basic, any public school that you like just pick from? Mm-hmm. How do you support physical distancing? Like, I, I don't understand. And then the ability to determine when to reinstitute certain measures, such as stay-at-home orders, if necessary. So basically, if all else fails, how do we, like, circle back to where we are, like, go back to square one? Um, so, yeah, so he says, um, even once the stay-at-home order is lifted, society won't snap back to normal. For example, he said restaurants will likely have to limit capacity and face coverings in public will likely become common. He, he uses the analogy of a light switch. He says, there's no light switch here. It's more like a dimmer. Normal, it will, it will not be until we have herd immunity and a vaccine. You may be having dinner with a waiter wearing gloves and maybe a face mask where your temperature is checked before walking in. These are all likely scenarios. Um, so even though there was like a whole, you know, big press conference around this. I do still feel like it's super like nebulous. Like the headline made it seem like when I first started reading this, like that, it was like, okay, here's like the, you know, here are the steps for the comprehensive plan on how this is going to go. But I don't feel like that's what we have. Um, The other big piece of this is that he joined, um, so there's like a there's two sets of governors who like there's a West Coast set and an East Coast set. Um, so um, he's working with I'm trying I lost my place here, but he's working with the governors of um, Washington Governor Jay Inslee and Oregon Governor Kate Brown um, for a regional partnership to co- coordinate the reopening of the West Coast. And in the Northeast, seven other states, including New York and New Jersey or two of the hardest hit states, announced a similar plan to coordinate their reopening. With the exception of Massachusetts, all 10 states actively developing plans to reopen are led by Democratic governors. Announcements about the PACs to coordinate plans came, of course, after Republican President Donald Trump declared any decision on reopening the economy was up to him. Right. Uh, right, which it totally isn't. That's like... Just the same way that the states decided state by state how they wanted right. to remember, shut down. Remember, you're a Republican, and Republicans like state rights. Remember that? Right. That's the thing. I was like, no, that's not a like. Not only is like that that that's not a thing. Like that's also not what's already happened. Like right. what you know, like what we have already like just in these last few weeks seen is that every state has decided for themselves for better or for worse or for, you know, right. like whether you're, you know, whether you agree with them or not, how they wanted to approach their own shelter in place, how, you know, what types of, um, how, how, how much they wanted to impose on just kind of the general freedoms that people normally. So yeah, it's just, so he's so ridiculous. And of course he had to totally walk that back because he like went, went on and on about, 
you know, it was just like two or three days ago, right? That he was like, uh, that's, you know, that's in my purview. And he like kind of like referred to like these powers that he would be able to call on and then had to like walk it back because it's like, yeah, that's not a thing. You don't have that. No, that's not, that's not you, dude. That's not you. Um, so, um, so yeah, so that was basically <laughs> the, the long and short of it. So I don't know. So all that to say, I, I, you know, I think it's smart that these governors, like these, in like kind of like these regional partnerships that they're developing to figure out like how, you know, how would this look across like the West Coast or across the East Coast? Um, that seems like a smart idea, but it definitely doesn't seem like to me. It to me it also makes more sense. So like, how are other pl- like if you look at Shanghai or some of these other places that have you know. Because they're like Shanghai went like on full blown lockdown where if you were out, you needed to have a pass that explained what you were doing out here, you know? So how did they go from that to like now, like they're back to where like they're, you know, certain um, certain parts of the population have been allowed to go back to work and, you know, like they're slowly coming back online. Like to me, it makes more sense to not like you don't have to reinvent the wheel I guess is what I'm saying like so there's other countries that and other big metropolitan areas that have already dealt with it like how are they doing it is it successful is that something that we could pull off too you know what I mean right um so so yeah so but it was it seems pretty nebulous like what was shared was not like oh clearly like this is where this this is the plan and now we all know how it's gonna go so um so yeah so that was that was that um and that's you know like that's basically it there's a lot of um the other just like little small news pieces about the SATs do you see this um how this whole how it says um this is from the Wall Street Journal students may be able to take SAT and ACT at home due to coronavirus Mm-mm. have you seen it no <laughs> yeah so I saw this article and it got my attention because my girlfriend at work, her, um, her daughter is, uh, you know, at the end of her uh, junior year. So, you know, definitely like already doing all the like, you know, prepping and was and had already taken the PSAT, you know, and was getting ready, ramping up to do the full on SAT Mm -hmm. um, in the summer. Um, And they actually got um, notification that the SAT is not even going to be a requirement for 2020 seniors like seniors that are like seniors that are going into, you know, uh, becoming seniors um, in 2020. Um, So she was sort of like, so we were talking about that this morning. And now this says um, this uh, article by Melissa Korn in, um, in the wall street journal says from today, after canceling springtime SAT and ACT test dates to comply with limits on large gatherings due to the coronavirus pandemic, the College Board and ACT are now making plans so high school t- students can take the college admission exams come fall. The College Board said Wednesday it plans to offer its SAT at least one week in a month beginning in August, provide more options for free school day tests in partnership with districts and states, and if school doesn't open in the fall, create an online offering. All are contingent on public health guidelines. It won't conduct a test in early June. The ACT, meanwhile, will offer a computer-based at-home option for students in late fall or early winter, 
a spokesman said, with practice sessions available as soon as August. The ACT canceled its April test sessions, and a spokesman said it added a second set of test dates each for June and July, which could be helpful if crowd limits remain in effect this summer. Um, so, so yeah, so this is more like, so I'm, so I'm interested to see where, the, like between this, like these offerings, because basically what they said is that, um, oh yeah, so here it is. The University of California is suspending its test score requirement for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. So that's the thing. So it's sort of like if the, if the UC system and if other systems follow in suit and suspend the requirement altogether, um, and the other thing that's happening simultaneously for these kids is that these classes that they were in the middle of are actually going to end up turning out to be just pass fail in a lot of cases. Yep. Like they're not getting an actual like, you know, weighted grade. Yeah. And so I don't know, like, it's just, I, it's all so like, so what is that? How do they, you know, how are colleges going to distinguish or like how, like it's, you don't have all the regular, factors of like you know comparing one student against another if one person took the act but the other one didn't and you didn't require it so you kind of can't use that at all and they have a grade point average but part of it is not totally representative because there's a bunch of classes that were just pass fail in the end you know um i don't know it's it's very isn't it crazy (sighs) yeah so i just you know it's a bummer. And then, like, the other thing just connected to this is, did you see all this controversy online about the, like, uh, you know, there's this viral thing going around, like, post your senior picture. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Did you see that? And, like, um, and now there's, like, all this reaction or whatever. Like, I mean, first of all, I feel like, so, okay, so the thing was, there's two on Facebook on Facebook about this. About the putting your picture up your senior picture so it was put your um post your senior picture in honor of all the 2020 graduates um who you know basically are not going to get to have their graduation and all this all the senior year stuff that would be happening right now um, so then some people were doing that, like, uh-huh. you know, they're copying and pasting the post and posting their picture or whatever. Um, and I think for some, it said senior picture for some, it was like, uh, their senior prom or whatever, you know, anyway, people were posting stuff and now there's been like this big backlash and a few different articles about like, this isn't honoring them. This is so insensitive. This is tone deaf. Like I saw like a few different posts about it where people were just like, incensed on behalf of like the, the graduating classes uh, I don't know what did you think I just thought it was a whole lot see I saw that and I was like yeah if I was a senior too I'd be like um thanks for showing me all the awesome memories that I <laughs> I, I don't get to have I guess but, uh, but no but the, what I saw was more about how hackers are using all of these Facebook quizzes to get people's uh-huh. personal information. So that's the article like I saw about. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so like all of those, like, what are your first, what are what are all the cars that you've ever owned? And like so all of those oh. kinds of things. They're like, yeah, like those are like a lot of 
you know, password, you know, some like common password type things. So like stop mm. the B- Better Business Bureau has like a whole article about like stop doing that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I didn't see yeah, that. That's what that's I interesting. Saw. Yeah. Um that's um pretty like that's pretty smart to like have that disclaimer. Um, because yeah. I'm sure people are not thinking about that. The other thing, people I mean, bored. like to me and my huh? People are bored. Yeah, people are bored. And um and also like I mean for me, like my initial reaction even to hearing that is just like also like don't make your passwords so obvious. Like <laughs> like I like you know, because I'm like I could see like that that's the thing that people might be using for like passwords and security clearance type stuff or whatever, but like maybe like don't do that. Like <laughs> like, <laughs> like you like don't like you know don't have your don't have your bank pe- like pin number be like your pet's name uh, or something. one two three four <laughs> yeah one two three four the colonel you know <laughs> like, what gee that one was tough <laughs> like, um so yeah I that's just just funny to me but yeah no I mean so like I kind of got the whole thing but the, my my initial thing with the first one about the senior pictures was um don't like I was like one I don't even know like I was like Facebook is so not like you know like I was like there are no high school seniors on my timeline um like I know high school seniors <laughs> so I know you know like whatever but I was like there are no real high school seniors on Facebook like on Facebook that's what I was just like this is sort of silly because like this whole idea of like coming to the defense or like being like being like you know whatever like so like um having like a big reaction to it or I was like I was like high school seniors do not care about any of this like they're so and and they are rightfully like you know like I I would be like so upset like as a senior to like not have any of the things that I've been looking forward to for the last three and a half years or whatever um and just remembering really accurately like how I was at 18 or whatever like I was not paying attention to what anybody else was doing or whatever like I would like this would not affect me one way or the other um and like I said like you said like most high school seniors are on all other sorts of social media that their parents and aunties and whoever else yeah. <laughs> are they not don't want to be on the Facebook with the aunties and, no. and their grandparents like no right so I was like who what high school seniors even seen this like you know in honor of like I was like there ain't nobody looking at this like to me it was like much ado about nothing Mm but like you said people are again people are home and bored and just nothing better to do so um so yeah so that's all my newsworthy girl just a a kind of a hodgepodge of, of things oh did you watch the um propaganda video somebody posted and I watched it after the propaganda video. Your president at a, one of his things that I usually don't watch <laughs> posted like the we have a mutual Facebook friend who's like you know an editor, and so she posted it like basically like oh my god the editing job is so horrible. Uh, mm-hmm. so it was like girl, it was worse than the video that I make on like iMovies. So it was like <laughs> white background, black lettering, and basically like. 
how he, the news media downplayed the seriousness of the coronavirus and that he was basically um, the one that was, you know, kind of taking the lead with this. And then he showed clips of all the governors thanking him for his leadership. So it was like a huge propaganda. I was like, are we in China? Am I in China? (laughs) So where was it? (laughs) So where, wait, where was this thing posted? Where did it like get, uh, it was like one of those like um live um conferences where he decides like we have a short video for you guys. Oh, so like during the press conference? Yes. No, shut up. Yes, I was like, <laughs> what is happening? Because I didn't watch it live. I saw the thing, and I was like, is this for real? Is this like what? No, no, this isn't a real thing. I'm gonna send it to you because I was like, this is not a real thing. This isn't really happening. That's I did just see this. Crazy. And he was like pointing to it and like, yep, yep, that was me. I did that. Yep, that is exactly right. All those things. I, I was like, I don't. Okay, okay. All right, sure. No. Yes. So I was like, stop I it. I was like, oh, but I was just so happy for you that there was like election news for you to cover today. I know, me too. I was like, oh, look, something other than what we've been covering. Um, Not necessarily coronavirus related. Um, So, yeah, so Biden is having um, the best week week ever. He's having his moment. Um, And we'll see. We'll see. Because, you know, like, um. From what I understand, like, you know, Wisconsin had their um, primary last week. And from what I understand, that he also came out on top there. So that's that's like it was right after that that Bernie decided to finally step down. Um, so there you go. We've got we've got ourselves a presidential nominee for the Democratic Party. <laughs> there, there you go. Okay. There you go. So. There you, there have, you it. have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Done. So I want to share this. Done. Okay, so yeah, as you can probably tell, we're taping late. It is Wednesday, um, not Sunday. Mm-hmm. Not Sunday. Because things happen, ladies and gentlemen. Things happen. Things happen. So some of my stuff is a little, I've gotten rid of some stuff, but this one viral box I did not get rid of because Okay. Um, we um are a part of this. <laughs> you and me? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, so what am I a part of? <laughs> okay, so there's an actor, Christian Keys, who um is in stuff, and now I can't even write down what he was in anymore. Was it supernatural or he's in stuff. He's in a lot of like black straight to Netflix video type movies. Um Okay. But he wrote on um, his Instagram, I guess. Sorry, my allergies are so bad. Um, mm-hmm. Christian Keys, he said, black women are definitely superheroes. And okay. so, of course, you can guess what happened next. It, there, I don't know. I can't. Apparently, I can't okay, guess what happened. So, 
a non-black woman got on and responded with the, you know, kind of asterisk, all women um, response. And oh, that reminds me, did you see the whole thing about the lady who was like, I feel that Becky is like a a misogynist term or something like that to oppress women. I was like, girl, bye. Uh, bye. So she puts the all women. And he responded, I said what I said. I said what I <laughs> okay. Did he say that? Okay. Nene, not a fan, but that is forever. I say that all the time. <sighs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Like I said what I, I said. I don't care. I, I, I don't need you to come in here and edit, correct. Nope. None of I'm, that. I'm good over here. So he said, I said what I said. It's a shame that we can't even celebrate black women without others popping up talking about what about us. Just because someone says something positive about black women, it doesn't mean that they don't think the same about other women. It just means that here in this moment, right now, I would like to say something positive and amazing about black women. If that offends right. you that you are a part of the problem, God bless. Oh, wow. Good for him. Yeah. So I responded oh, okay. on our thread, you know, from our, you know, wait, tell me everything, Instagram, you know, like us, you know. Um, uh-huh. with, uh, <laughs> on his um post, and I was like, you know, with the hand clap in between each word, like uh-huh. I was like, yes, we are. <laughs> nice, oh, yes, we are. Liked it. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. I love that. Yay! Yeah, so I was like, thank you, sir. We appreciate the props. So we appreciate the props. Gosh, can we just get some props without like the drama? Right. I'm like, you know. I guess because I live in a world where I realize that everything ain't about me and the things that happen to me are only important to me and only I care about them. <laughs> right. I nobody else to care about what's going on with me. Right. Like, um, so right. yeah. So, thank you. Um, thank you, Christian thank Keys. Thank you, Christian Keys. And he's very easy on the eyes as well, so you need to look him up. <laughs> Oh, let me do that right now while I'm listening to you. Hubba, hubba. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell, is he spell keys like, like the, the keys in your hand or? Um, no, with an E. With an E? Okay. So, um, wait, tell me everything. Oh, hi. <laughs> hey, Christian Keys. Hey. You're so stupid. Okay. Okay. Wait, you wait, were saying everything. So, uh-huh. Um, so one, congratulations to the Wilsons. You know, I think I said they're expecting baby number three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so they did the gender reveal yesterday. They are having a baby boy. Oh, so congratulations. Nice. Um, Russell Wilson didn't say it out loud, but he really wanted a boy. So <laughs> <laughs> good for yeah. him. He's allowed. He is allowed. He has a little girl. He has a stepson. Yeah. He wants his own, you know, his, his own, own boy. So Aww. they are expecting a little baby boy. So congrats to them. Good yeah, for them. Can't wait to see if 
this one too comes out looking just like him, like that little girl. Yeah. Ooh, out. Yeah. That's their that daddy. Is your daddy. So uh we talked about the whole baby face and Teddy Riley thing being postponed and never really found right. out why. Well, it's because um Babyface and his entire family um coronavirus. Oh, that's right. Yes. 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 You know, and I didn't even put that together because I did see the news about uh them having the coronavirus. Yeah. Um and I didn't even put that together as why. Yeah, yeah that, that would I make sense. Like, I was thinking, I was like, if somebody gets sick, and I was like, of course, right. So he put out a little statement on Instagram. I would like to warmly mm-hmm. thank everyone for all the many birthday wishes today. So that was whenever that was, his birthday. I feel so blessed to be able to celebrate another birthday. I tested positive for COVID-19 virus, as did my family. It's an incredibly scary thing to go through, my friends. I'm happy to report we have now tested negative and are on our way back to full health. With that being mm. said, I would like to officially accept the invitation from the legendary Swiss Beats and Timbaland to accept to participate with my little brother, Teddy Riley, in what I like to call a celebration of black music excellence in Teddy versus Babyface. So get ready for nice. a night of groove and love. Ladies, put your on your red dress, like the candles, pour some wine, and don't forget to bring your dancing shoes. Teddy, let's show them what hip-hop R&B music really means to the world. So they rescheduled it for April 18th. Uh, Very nice. Pacific. And 9 p.m. EST. So, yes. Very cool. My new weekend plans are set. Girl, I was all like, straightened out. my weekend plans. That was literally all I was looking forward to that day. That's too funny. Yeah. Um, oh, well, good. I'm glad that they are, on the, you know, on the mend and recovering and all that. Um, yeah, that was another, actually, I was like, there's so many articles I wasn't sure what to, like, pick from. But that was another big um, news item earlier like that if if we taped on Sunday I was going to do the story on just um how much the coronavirus is affecting the black community oh my gosh yeah um and um so there's of course there's like a million different think pieces and takes on it or whatever um from a more medical standpoint is just the fact that the way that the coronavirus works um, in, uh, in terms of attacking the lungs and the, the ACE inhibitors, um, especially is, is especially bad for people who are hypotensive, um, and, um, and, and diabetic. Um, and obviously those are two comorbidities that are very common in the black community. Um, and so, you know, so just the vulnerability is so much higher anyway. And just the number um, of people on my timeline who have parents who have passed away or tested positive, like in this month, has been like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's hitting um, our communities very very hard. Um, so yeah, it's 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 tough. Um, and like I said, there's like a bunch of different pieces that are approaching it from historical perspectives and from just kind of a access to health and, mm-hmm. you know, quality health care perspective and whatever. But, you know, 
um, which all of that, they're, like they're, all those pieces have something to do with it, but like really to do with the larger piece that, um, that we have communities that are just generally less healthy and therefore, you know, add in a virus that is attacking um, that specific um, um, part of your lungs. Yeah, and, and I think it's, also, it's really there are some of us who are not taking social distancing seriously. On Oof. my timeline, if I could tell you about the Easter gatherings. Really? It just, I was infuriated. I was like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Your family? No, not my family. But people Okay, but just people that yeah, you know. I was like, are you? Okay. So yeah, so that was annoying me, but especially on the heels because like all this news and all these articles with regard to this specific topic were all really like coming out like right before Easter. So I was really hoping that it would um, curtail some of the like, you know, we're going to we're getting get her for Easter regardless, <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. Um but oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So, and then just like someone I saw who like cycles and like went out like cycling with like a bunch of people. I was like, okay. Because the thing is, like, we don't have like shelter in place with your family. It's still kind of like the 10 people or, you know what I mean? So I was just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. It's not a strict, but okay. So moving on. Okay. Rihanna. Yeah. Rihanna has said, um, has said um, enough, y'all. So again, I, I can tell you for the past couple of years, Rihanna mm-hmm. ha, um, had her fans, the Navy, have been pleading with her and asking, sometimes nicely, sometimes not so nicely, when her new album is going to come out. Okay. Rihanna, I did not realize because I'm not a huge like I like Rihanna, like you know whatever, but I'm not like I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not in the Navy. She mm-hmm. has not released. An album since 2016. Oh, that is a long time. It's a long time. I didn't realize it's been that long. I think Beyonce has dropped like two things since then. So, Mm -hmm. she, someone asked her again, I think on a live that she did, and she was like, uh, basically, sis, I'm I'm trying to save the world. So, she was like, (laughs) she's out here making underbras, she's out here making uh, makeup. And now, again, she is, you know, she's, like, trying to diversify, but she's also trying to save the world. She's donated over a million dollars for COVID-19 efforts, and she's also teamed up, which is, like, huge, with the um, Twitter CEO to donate $4.2 million to people affected by domestic violence during this time. Mm. Uh, yeah, I yeah, saw that. she's donated ventilators to, I think, to New York, and Barbados and some other places. So, like, she's like, I'm out here trying to save the world. Um, I ain't thinking about no music right now. <laughs> so, right. Like, enough, y'all. So, to the Navy, I know y'all miss her, but she's out here doing other things. Big yeah, things. things. Okay. And then, so, th- oh, wonderful. Thank you, Rihanna. Um, <laughs> the Clark Sisters movie. Did you? Oh, no, because I, I don't have access to it because it was on Lifetime, Girl, right? what you do 
Hey, everybody listening, what you do? Okay, <laughs> what do we do? Is get your free week of sling. TV uh, and it goes by email address so I don't have to tell you any more than that but get your free week of Sling TV okay. so that is what we have been doing so uh, we have okay. emails around here to <laughs> wow <laughs> that is so funny okay so alright so I, that's my assignment because I did want to watch it but I was like oh when I saw that it was on Lifetime, I was like, okay. Yeah, I am also oh, well. enjoying watching this season of Top Chef All-Stars. Oh, is that on Sling TV yes, too? Yes, because um, Bravo is on Sling. Oh. So, me, happy camp. So, get your free week and make the most of yes. it or get more yes. emails. Well, I didn't say that, <laughs> but wink, wink, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Not wink, wink. Wink, wink. Um. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah, so I just have to say, wow. It was, you know, because Lifetime has started getting the reputation of being trash when it comes to the black bio movies. Mm-hmm. So it was really good. And of course, with the, it being the Clark, uh, Clark sisters, the music was amazing. Um, sure. Karen Clark's year, her daughter Kiki played her. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, And I don't know some of the other actresses, but I know Raven Goodwin, who was in uh, Being Mary Jane, and she's been in some other um, shows, and she's engaged to a Morehouse man. Yeah, good for her. her. Um, It's, she's in it. She plays Denise um, Clark. So, yeah, it's really good. The single is amazing. Um and yeah, I was like, I loved it. I it was it was very good for a lifetime movie. So we discuss good next week after you watch it, which thought yeah, definitely gonna watch it. Um yeah, and I was like, and it's getting. I mean, yours is one of many very positive reviews that I've heard. Like everyone seems to like really like it and like enjoyed it and uh, okay. kind of you know had a um, Anjane Ellis. <laughs> who plays Maddie um, Clark, was amazing. Mm -hmm. She's amazing and does a good job in everything she does. She's so underrated. What's she been in? Well, the first thing that I can think of right off the top of my head is, did you see if Bill Street could talk? Yes, I love that movie. so just quiet and just like bittersweet, but still like a sweet little story. I loved it so much. Um, he played his mother. You know, he was his a piece mother. Of work. Oh yes. Oh gosh. Yes, her mother. His mother was awesome. Yeah. So she's in when they see us. I don't know. She's played in Quantico. Um. The Mentalist, The Book of Negroes. She's played in, you know, quite a few things. But she is so talented, super underrated. And yeah, she embodied their mama. And just that story, too. Hold on. I Allergy. Gosh, they're so horrible. <laughs> no, it's yeah. terrible. My allergies have been murdered oh my this God, week. So bad. And I was like, one day, I was like, I literally walked to my car and walked back in. And then I was like in a sneezy fit for like an hour. It was ridiculous. <laughs> 
So she, yeah, is she embodies her. That's oh yes. Okay, I'm looking. I finally got her picture up. Yeah, she's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, she's like low key in a bunch of stuff, and like always really good. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you would um like really appreciate that, and um yeah, we could talk about it because yeah, like. For me, the part, the mother and her role in like the church, just her mm. story to me is just really fascinating. So I would want to discuss that, you know, you being you know, like okay. a woman in leadership, you know, kind of, you know, like, who, me? Yeah, I think you would, you know, have some thoughts about that. Okay, very cool. Yeah, no, I'm definitely. Now that I know how to do it, I'm going to do Yo. it. Yep, okay, yep. So, yeah, so that was about it for the, that I wanted to talk about. Okay, that's all good. <laughs> Sorry, there's a dog. Oh, my God, there's a dog approaching me. Hold on. Um, he doesn't know that he weighs 30 pounds. Anyway, um, all right, well, let's get personal. Uh, shall I start? Yeah, always. Always? Okay. Yeah, no, um, I just finished talking, so then give me a break. <laughs> now it's my yeah, turn it's again. Um, so, let's see. Um, as uh, expected, or as I hoped last time we talked, I think I mentioned that <laughs> I was going to finish my project, my giant closet project. And it is finished. And it is amazing um i i i honestly i I've, I've been so satisfied with many of my like home projects but this is by far one of the biggest oh ones my um thank you um i finally finished over this past weekend and when i looked back at the calendar it had actually been a seven week project so if it feels like i've been talking about it for a long time it's because i have <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, literally like seven weekends worth, uh, cause I mostly only worked on it on the weekend, um, seven weekends worth of like going through what, what really, really, really was my entire life. Like I spent time looking through pictures, cards, um, ticket stubs, uh, <laughs> uh, books, notes drawings everything from literally from elementary school before elementary school like school age every like era of my schooling through college through after college like I it was like therapy (laughs) wow It really was like, and I told like, and I told my therapist, you know, like he and I, you know, we're still meeting um, on Zoom. And, um, and I said, I was like, you know, it's just interesting. It's been an interesting process. I think my reflection on it, what I've kept saying, as I was, you know, grieving, doing my whole grief process, um, and meeting with him about that. um, And then kind of having this parallel project alongside it. Um, I kept saying, like, I feel like 
my emotions are like all like out on the table in the same way that everything is out of this closet. Like the closet became this like physical manifestation of like what was like what I was working through myself, like, you know, emotionally. Um, and, and it really like, and it like, it was just, that was just really true. Like even like just from not just the fact that that it, it was symbolic, but it really was also like this, emotional journey of um every like all these things that I hadn't laid eyes some some things that I hadn't laid eyes on at all ever some things that I hadn't seen in a long time um things from my dad things from my mom um pictures um it's really crazy like it's really insane like the the level of um of work that I needed to do to get through it, which is really why I could only tackle it on the weekend. Like I I didn't have any energy for it during the week. Um, So yeah, but now that it's done, um, the closet is just gorgeous. Like it Mm -hmm. looks so good to the point where like, I've I've got, I've I've actually like leave the doors like slightly open, (laughs) like all the time. Yeah, like I when I'm sitting here, like it's you know it's in the den, so it's the room where we watch TV and whatever, and it's just kind of chill. Um, but yeah, like I'm just kind of like yeah, like I don't mind having the closet door open because one, it's beautiful, and I just like it's just easy on the eyes, and um, and it's not like you know like a, an eyesore like it was with like everything like piled on top of itself, you know. So, um, so yeah, so it's I'm really glad like I'm really like glad that it's done but I'm glad also just glad that I did it and that it just felt like this very like um kind of like um therapeutic walk through through life and reflecting on a bunch of things that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to really do that otherwise you know so so yeah so that's that um and I'm trying to think what else. There's a few things I'm watching. Um, there's a new HBO documentary on the Atlanta child murders. Did you see that? Um, do not have HBO. I saw that it's a thing. I am not mm-hmm. watching. It's very good. I'm always so conflicted about that. Is it a Payne Lindsay thing or is it somebody else? No, it's not Payne Lindsay. Uh, at least I don't think it's Payne Lindsay. I didn't watch his um, um, podcast about it. I didn't think the podcast was as good as it could have been. Um, so yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, I um, I just started it. Uh, and there's only two episodes. Like they're dropping it okay. weekly. Um. So um, and so far. Um, it's really good. You know, the, um, what's, you know, the, uh, newscaster. Monica Kaufman? Who, uh-huh. Yeah. She's a big I part of it. it. I love her. Um, um, and, um, yeah, she's great. First of all, she really does have, like, the best broadcasting voice. Oh, yeah. Ever. Um, and, um, yeah, so it's called Atlanta's Missing and Murdered, and, um, is the title, the subtitle is The Lost Children. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really well done. Like so far, the first two episodes, um, you know, and it starts with your mayor. What's, uh, yeah, Keisha. Lance Bottoms. Um, 
Yes. So it starts with her uh, press conference reopening the case 40 years later. Um, So, so far it's, it's well done. Like, it's kind of like, here's where we are now. And like, why are we having to look back 40 years later and still ask these questions, you know? Um, And there's, you know, interviews with like all the people that are still alive. Some, you know, so it's very like, and they're going back and forth between like interviews with some of the mothers now and like their interviews, you know, 40 years ago when they were 40 years younger and like in the right at the top of their um, grief mm-hmm. and, and all that. So it's really I mean, it's heartbreaking for sure, um, but really well done. And I think um, really like coming from a place of wanting to get answers and also honor the lives of these um, 30 missing children. So. Do you think um, Wayne Williams did it? I don't. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like, it just seems like a stretch. And I think my, at the end of the day, my biggest problem is that that's not even what he ended up being convicted for. You know, like, he's for in prison for the two mm-hmm. adults, which even that like seemed a little sketch to me. <laughs> like I was like, me, I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm not convinced that he killed these two adults. I'm not convinced that he killed anybody. Um, and so the fact that they couldn't bring him up on charges for any of these children and that there's kind of all these other connections and leads that weren't followed. Um, I just think it was bad, messy police work. Um, with, you know, going from the place of, like, starting with the person you want to pin mm-hmm. it on and working your way backwards from that instead of and then just having just a ton of confirmation bias, yeah. you know? And, there, and therefore you ignore all the other leads that may be actually pointing you in the direction of truth. Um, I think it's I think it's more that than anything. And I think that because of that, I don't, you know, I, I think it's going to be nearly impossible to ever really find now, out. Now, yeah, it's like, like 40 years now, later. Now, like, like 40 years later, like it's short of somebody confessing. confessing or some sort of deathbed, you know, even like a second party deathbed confession, you know, like. I know that it was my father or whatever, you know, like he confessed, you know, whatever, like something. Um, I, yeah, like I don't see how they're ever going to um, make any, any further progress. But I think that, I don't know, like, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think, do you think Wayne Williams did it? I don't. And I've asked someone who like was, you know, <laughs> around during that time mm-hmm. and she said yeah she's like I know someone who knows him who knew him during that time very well and they thought that he did so I was like that's interesting but I don't know I just think it's just too easy to just put it on him I feel like the evidence that I've you know kind of heard about it's super sketch <laughs> It's very sketchy. It's very sketchy. And I will say, I feel like Payne Lindsay's podcast on it, the one thing that they did do well was show how bad the evidence 
against Wayne Williams was even for the adult cases. You know, like, I was kind of like, how did he even get convicted on this? So not how, obviously. The thing is, like, you're weird. Like, just because you're a weird, awkward person doesn't mean you're a murderer. Right. (laughs) Right. Like, he's definitely strange, but, like, that that's the thing like that's exactly it like he was and, and even in the the two episodes the first two episodes of this documentary um they show a lot more like pictures of him and you know all this stuff and like to look at him like he's a tiny guy like back then especially he was like this like little lanky you know and and I was like, I can't, like again, like it makes me question even more the adults that he like because like, the two adults that they say that like, he how killed is he throwing them him were like, in the water. How are he, he throwing them anywhere, pushing them even a foot back? Like, I, like he was like a buck fifty soaking wet. Um, and like the two guys that he's accused of killing were like much taller than him, much brawnier than him, from what I understand, in terms of the descriptions that were given. I'm like, how could he have even like gone toe to toe with these dudes? You know, like much less murdered them, got their bodies in a car, threw the, you know, and then you know threw them over a very large right. like you know br- bridge overpass thing. You know where you really had to like hoist this body dead literally dead weight like over your head and shoulders it, it just none of it makes any sense um, but god bless him i'm a big fan of manor jackson his mother and his aunts are like atlanta legends they're his grandfather right um you know like i said love the jackson like his family the dobbs family but it, I think it all kind of goes on him, like, needing to wrap this case up. Like, mm-hmm. this was, yeah. like, can you imagine being a mayor? You're the first black mayor. First black of mayor. The southern city. Like, all these mm-hmm. black kids. All these murdered black children. Yeah. And, like, nothing. Like, no clues. No, nothing. Like, he was Mm-mm. like, nothing. something has and he like did all kinds of stunts and everything like it, it just had to go away and I think that's kind of what happened because yeah. the big thing is like once and they're leaning in that once direction once he went yeah. to sleep they're like oh no once he went to sleep I'm sorry my mindfulness you know thing <laughs> came you know popped up on my phone like you need to go to bed um, that's so funny go to sleep. Um, once uh, Wayne Williams, that was, they're saying Wayne Williams went to jail, like the murder stopped. But they're like, did they stop? No. They didn't. They didn't. But you stopped. They didn't. They were still. Stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The murders didn't stop. That's, that's, that's a really big piece that people overlook is just that, like, yeah, they just stopped reporting them. Um, and, you know, the media stopped covering it. But, kids continue to come up missing and, and, and murdered. Um, so yeah, it's, 
it's and they're and like I was saying, like they're leaning and like they're starting. Like the, I, get, I really like I have a good feeling about this documentary because they're very much doing a good job of painting like what Atlanta was like in the early eighties. You know, like how much of a like you know the sort of like new South, the new too like busy you know. Yeah, like exactly, like in how like there's just this that was that this was putting a damper on this new reputation and the branding mm-hmm. that was being done around the city. And, you know, and so there's a, there, they focus on uh, Maynard Jackson for sure. Like in the first two episodes and talk about his initial role in it and all of that. Like, and so you can just see how like the, it, like the timing of it, the era that the city was in, um, politically like you know from a mayoral perspective like you know wanting to like manage the optics of all this um you know just you're you're starting to see in the first two episodes just how there's all these different dynamics that are in play um and in the meantime you have this you know this atrocity these atrocities happening um within the city so it's 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 crazy but it's it's i think it's going to be well done and it's um it's it's still such a sad sad case uh, several so, series of cases so anyway so that's what i'm watching or started newly watching um and um i'm excited about oh and i took your suggestion and i'm all up to date on making the cut isn't it like so good <sighs> It's so good. I really, really like it. Yeah, you know, your your take on it last week was totally spot on. It is like, um, whatchamacallit, only better Project Runway, but like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really, really like it. You know, but it, you know what I forgot that I, I, I hate Heidi Klum. She is so annoying. Huh? I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> that was so dramatic. I was also talking to Ainsley. <laughs> oh, bless you, oh bless you. There are like things happening at once. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. It's like this pregnant pause. How about sneeze? Oh, oh no. my gosh, this is so horrible. I hate this. Oh, girl, I'm dying. But, oh, you know, um, put a pause on my hate for Heidi Klum. Going back to allergies. um, I spoke to Mama Juju, or I should say I texted with Mama Juju. And um, I'm going to try her um, combo of doing a uh, the humorworm uh, cleanse and the colostrum. And I have some of the colostrum. I need to order somewhere. She sent me some stuff. Let me just order it. She she sent me yeah. her link to go and um just order it from her. So it's supposed to arrive tomorrow. So I'm gonna uh, that's that's coming, and I'm gonna order the cleanse. And because she says that like she did those two things in combination with one one another, and she has aller- you know she hasn't had any aller- allergy issues since she did it. I need to do something. I'm, yeah, because I'm having a terrible allergy season. Terrible. I hate the spring because it's anyway, been. But the spring is always hard. But we're having this like bizarre. Like we had rain all last week, and then it was like so it was wet and cold, and it was windy. Now it's hot. Like so, my allergies are just like on fire. I don't know why. Like I ain't been outside so today, and they're just like. 
It does. It doesn't matter. It gets in. It gets. It gets tracked in. It's just. Yeah, cause... it's awful. <coughs> Sorry, I I just could not. The kids are outside. Um, mm. this is like mm-hmm. the sneezy show. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. This is like. No, it's um, totally fine. Okay. But anyway, um, Heidi Klum. Yes, Heidi Klum. Nice Can't stand her. No, she's such a ditz. She's so dumb. I don't think she's really dumb. I think she. No, I don't think he is really dumb. But I hate that. Like I like people would say that too about what's her face. Um, oh, the other blonde. I I hate it when I hate it when people play into that thing. Um, Jessica Simpson. You know, like oh, she's not really as stupid as she comes off on that that old like oh, way yeah. back when she had that reality yeah. show you know or whatever and I was like okay well then stop it like it's you know like I hate that like I'm just like because I'm sure she's not that stupid like I'm obviously like she's like built an entire empire based on like modeling that she did like a hundred years ago or whatever right I get you know like obviously like she's uh, like industrious businesswoman who like knows how to like you know franchise herself in a million different ways to like sustain like this career that she's established <laughs> or whatever so i so like i know that she's not and that's what actually makes me more annoyed that like you're just sort of like i'm so like i'm like a deerhead i'm I yeah. hate that. well like, certain business like i think people take advantage of people's perception of them because i feel like what's her name sophia Rivera kind of said the same thing she's like people hear my accent you know, see what I'm wearing. They make assumptions about me. And at one point, like, she was like the highest paid person on that show. Mm-hmm. So it's like, kind of take people's yep. perception about you, play it up, and make your money. I'm like, I don't care. Go, Heidi. I like Heidi. I love Tim. I love Joe. I love Tim. So, so, yeah. So, yay. So, yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Huh? I have to. Is there anything else? Gonna have to like wind this down because I'm about to like. Oh, I'm sorry. You're gonna die. Okay. What's your let's get personal? Okay. Well, I was gonna talk about some of the stuff that we talked about at the top of the show. So never mind on that. Okay. <laughs> um, but also with the cooking. Um, did you see my picture of our chopped episode? It was only my stuff. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, I did see that. Oh, yeah. uh, it looked really good. Bought this. I was gonna cook cake, and then like they went shopping and came back, and I was like, "What is that?" And she's like, "Pound cake." I was like, "That looks horrible." It's like just these pound cake. I was like, "There's no icing." And there's no. She's like, "There's no icing on pound cake." I was like, "Well, we have icing on pound cake, and this needs icing." I can already tell. And so we all like taste uh-huh. and we we're like, mm-mm, "Nope, mm-mm." It was dry. So we were like, well, let's do, like, um, chop. And so that is what we did. Where did you go? You said I'm sorry. I had to get up and close the door because it's bedtime. Okay. Um, so there's talking and hugging and all that kind of stuff going on. Yes. Um, the final stand, the little one, um, she... Is very sneaky when it comes to bedtime. Mm-hmm. So me and Vanessa sent her to bed one night, and what she did was she went around 
and ended up in a sunroom with her dad. And like we didn't know that she she was there for like a whole hour. But that's what I said to her like an hour before. And she was just he was in there like and he was like, Oh, that's why you're over there hugging on me. I was like, Oh yeah, she running a game. So so it's kinda like, no, nope, don't go around. Go that way to your bedroom. Do not go the other way. Go straight right there. Your bedroom. So yeah. So yeah, all kind of mm-hmm. games and trickery and going on over here. Yeah. So yeah, she's trying to convince her why she needs to go to bed. Um So the pound cake. So yeah, so it was horrible and we we're like and I was like, Yeah, we're like, what can we do to make it better? And so I said like the French toast thing. And then I was like, Oh, we should do like chopped. And so I was like, Well, y'all already knew know what I'm doing. I'm gonna do French toast. Um and so then Jason so we did it like a few hours later. We had like a few, you know, hours to think about it. It wasn't like exactly like chopped because we were eating we were eating, you know, during that time. So we're like, yeah, not right now. Like in a little bit. And so we finally did it. And it was fun. They gave us forty five minutes. They had a um a voting system. Um the judges okay. were the real judges were Vanessa and Pumpkin. Um <laughs> and um we had forty five minutes to create our dish. And um, they were videotaping some of it. They would come in there with commentary, and it was, <laughs> it was so that funny. is hysterical. And then at the end, you know, we presented our plates, <laughs> and we took a shot of bourbon. <laughs> okay. And, um, also, I like, like you it. You do not have a poker face because she bit it. I I went first. She bit it. She's like, mm, "This is so good." <laughs> Yeah, she can't be a judge. Mm, like I said, sometimes less and more. Because they was like, when they checked in in the middle, they were like, oh, looking at what's going on, like, who do you think has the advantage? And they were like, Jason, because he was doing, again, all manner of stuff. He cooks, you know, professional. He right. had a lot of different techniques going on and using stuff. And they were like, well, Miss mm-hmm. Haynes, like she is, we are 15 minutes in and she has not even taken out the main ingredient. So there's like a whole lot of that. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like she's still chopping. She is still chopping. So, like, you know, he had the advantage. That is funny. Um, and then the dishes came out. He made like a parfait. He, he grilled the pound cake, made pastry cream, had like fruit or whatever. And then he added chocolate. And I think that's what. He didn't put enough in uh, them. They liked the chocolate, but they wanted more. Like, I don't know. But they were like, he had a, they didn't, you know, they didn't like it in the end. They liked it, but they liked mine more. And I was like, mine is simple. Not as many techniques. But yeah, it was um, pound cake French toast. I've made pound cake French toast before. Only like once or twice before. But still, it's very tasty when you have like old pound cake that needs to, you know, get out of there. <laughs> And um, I caramelized right. pineapple with some ginger. Mm-hmm. And then that I made really like a good. little um, citrus glaze and like put some vest- zest on top, which kind of sent it over the edge. They love the zest. I'm we got to get the zest. zest. Yeah, so that was so fun. Nice. They were wanting that us to do like that. And I was like, yeah, and the winners are y'all. Y'all just sit up here and eat while we do all the work. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. for real. For so that was serious. it. That was fun. 
Yeah. Oh, and, cute. Um, the second thing is, I'm trying to find a new hobby. I've told you about my um, unsuccessful. <clears throat> when I go back to Atlanta, I guess I need, I can go pick my sewing machine up. But my unsuccessful um, search for a cheapy sewing machine, so I you know keep myself busy with yes. some crafting stuff. And um. Mm-hmm. No, there are no sewing machines under like $300 available anywhere. So I was like, okay, I'm not buying a $300 sewing machine when I have two in storage. <clears throat> so, right. um, so there you go. So I was looking for a new hobby and I was on looking, looking, looking. Mm-hmm. And I saw something and I was like, we shall see an embroidery kit. Oh, so we should be okay. here this weekend. So let's see how this goes. I bought like one that was not very expensive just to see if I get the hang of it without killing myself or killing somebody else with frustration. Um, and so I can order like some cute ones and I can make that a, a little hobby. Yeah, that's a good one. With me. You know, I was like, I need to prepare for so... my um, old lady days. Um, Oh. <laughs> oh, so is it like needle yes it's needle point so it's a little okay. like round thing and I very think cool flowers yeah yeah because i was looking at that i was looking you know, like i tried knitting and that found that super frustrating i know you knit i was like i found it super frustrating i prefer sewing but i was like you know let me mm-hmm. do this you know i'm gonna be a little old genteel southern lady um, <laughs> embroidering um, <laughs> linen handkerchiefs. Yeah, so there we go. <laughs> and there you go. There you go. Um, very cool. That'll be fun. Yeah, I've um, I considered needlepoint, but I was like, you know, I feel like with knitting, like I can like, what? Like I was like, let me try knitting first and see how that works. Because um, I was like, they kind of like really make things, like make yeah. stuff that I'll use. Yeah, which is, I um, do, but yeah. So and I bought cool. the girls some jacks. Yeah. They're like, oh, nice. They're like, what is this? And I was like, the fact that y'all don't know what jacks are. Hello. Mm, that is a shame in the house. Jacks when I was little, that was like the best. It's the best solitary thing to do, like when you're a kid at home with like. For me, I was like often like yeah, it was just me and my mean. parents like, you can do it too, with so other people. Like... Or yeah, you can play with fun. others, but it's great either to way. Keep you busy. Oh yeah, super excited mm-hmm. about that. We've been doing some fun things, you know, teaching them how to do, um, little little things here and there. Like I taught them how to play I Declare War. Which is fun, you know, easy game. So, did puzzles, like mostly their mm-hmm. dad and them did puzzles, but you know, we just doing little crafty things, you know, the cooking. So, it's been fun. Good. Yeah, I feel like this is how people should be yeah. using their time if you're home. Like, just like do mm-hmm. things. Like, yeah, it's, um, it's a great time for people who. Uh, otherwise won't have this time again like connect with your family mm-hmm. your children yeah so very yeah, good so lovely all good, all good 
Terrific. Well, I like them. Excited to see how this uh, needlepoint will report project takes place. Very good. Um, anything else? Um, I have a love hate relationship with Instacart. Like, I don't want to. Oh, yeah. I don't want to go. I think everybody does right now. Um, so I needed some things, did the Instacart, and the girl came, she broke. I had, I was making braised red cabbage, one of my favorite things. I had to get, like, this, the uh-huh. white wine vinegar, so I ordered that, along with some other stuff, and she dropped it. The vinegar. She dropped so what? the front was vinegar, oh. and, and, um... And it was in a bag with some other stuff too, so all that stuff had a smell on it. And then, like coming, bringing it in, it's like it just smelled like the entire kitchen. And so she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I dropped it. Oh. I'll go run and get it and be right back." Why she never come back? Yeah, are you she serious? So gave her a low rating. I contacted the people told them I was unhappy and they just refunded me for that product and they're like are you satisfied I was like no oh no like what I still need I vinegar. Need vinegar I ended up using like <laughs> apple cider vinegar but I was like it tastes different I like the white wine vinegar tastes better and yeah. I was like and the size like that's not I was like you still charge I was like I need to get something more than just that two dollar refund. I was like, y'all need to, you know, like waive that delivery charge or that service fee or give me a credit something. of some kind. Like y'all don't understand the customer service. Um I know y'all just flooded with business right now, but no. Not okay. I miss Amazon um fresh here. They don't have it here. Oh, oh yeah. Um, well, I have to say my my new favorite thing or that I've discovered, and it's actually because my one of my coworkers she did this, and I was like, oh, I didn't even occur to me to like play the healthcare worker card. <laughs> um, but it's a thing. So today I was because like, speaking of allergies, I was I took my last like allergy med that I had in, um, last night. So I had to, had to go to target first thing this morning so that I could get some more. And I was like, you know, and you know, I live, you know, I live right across the street from target. So, uh, I've been driving by there and seeing like the long lines outside, you know, cause they finally started doing some social distancing measures, oh. you know, in the store. So I finally saw, you know, but I went there, i tried to go after work yesterday and the line was just so long and I was so tired. I'd had to crazy day at work so I finally was just like okay I'm just gonna go in the morning and try and pull I've been calling it pulling an Anne because what Anne did when she went to Costco um earlier this week or over the weekend and uh, her Costco she said it was just insane the line was like wrapped around the entire side of the building then back around and back around again like you know like Disneyland like that like 
like for a good like the best ride at Disneyland kind of a deal you know and so she pulled up and was like you've got to be kidding me like I don't know so she went to the front of the line and said do you guys have like a, a line or like a time for healthcare workers and he was like do you have your badge and she showed him his her badge and he was like you can just hmm. go inside and he just let her in and so I was like oh <laughs> I was like is that a thing <laughs> great so I was like well all they can say is no so I did the same thing this morning like the target opens right at eight o'clock so I was pulling into my parking space at like 805 and they had two lines going one line that they were letting in and another one that they weren't so I went up to the first line and I realized that was like the 65 and older or mm. pregnant and whatever line you know and so I was like, well, let me see. So I, the guy with the security jacket at the front, I was like, hey, I was like, I'm just wondering. I was like, do you guys have same question, like a healthcare worker, like time or anything like that? And he was like, oh, you're welcome to get in this line. And I was like, okay. And so sure enough, like I got in that line and it was moving pretty quickly. So I was in and out of there in like no time. It was the best thing ever. Um, <laughs> that's like, so this is my new favorite thing is like getting into like, the store like first thing and I it's the first time I've been to Target since this whole thing started where there was like it was re like regular Target like there, everything was fully stocked everywhere like I went to get Kleenex first and it was like normal Target like all the different brands of Kleenex all the different varieties every you know like every whatever it is you want like there it was like same thing with paper towels like all the different paper towels, like all the different sizes, all the different varieties, everything. I was like, oh, great, you know? So, so yeah, girl, I was in there with like Ma and Pa and <laughs> all the senior citizens and me and like two other people who I saw with like, you know, we all had like scrubs on and like our badges or whatever, you know? So it's like three other like healthcare workers <laughs> and like all the little old people. It was, it was terrific. It was like the best thing ever. So I am fully stocked now. I must say I have like, there's nothing that I don't have for like, for like a minute. So I'm like, cool. But yeah, because it was basically all the things that I do normally get on Amazon, but like everything's like currently unavailable, out of stock, currently unavailable, you know. So I'm just like, something's gotta I'm give. Able to restock. <sighs> yes, yes. So, because I'm like, it's just incredible to me. There's all, and there's always a line. There's a line in the morning when I leave, there's a line in the afternoon when I come home, and I'm like, I. I just don't, I was just like, there's so many people needing, like, I was like, <laughs> like, I, I thought, like, at some point it would die down, but it just doesn't. Like, people are just, like, constantly, like, I'm like, you're off. All these people are, like, presumably, like, you know, Those people are sheltering in place. Like, why house, are you always in So. Um, no, and I'm like, um. No. no. It really it's, shouldn't it's, be. I don't know. People are, um. Interesting to some ladies. No, it, that is very true. And I'm just like, if I hear one more person complain, it's, I'm just like, you know, all the all the rest of us people who really are like going into it and having to work and whatever, like, we don't want to hear about how like you're so bored at home. Like, I, I don't care. Like, do 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 something. All right. That's everything. 
So thanks for joining us. Sorry for the delay. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But, uh, you know, a little late, but worth the wait. That's what we always say. <laughs> All yeah, right. We'll be back next Bye. week, folks. Thanks for listening in. Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at wait tell me everything at gmail.com. <laughs>